I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Card Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about the hobby that you love, flipping cards. We discuss the convergence of sports, culture, and collectibles. We've got you covered on what to buy, from the next breakout rookie to the new hot release on the way, and how to find all the gems. We'll break it all down. So sit back, listen up, and get ready to turn your hobby into a money-making business. Welcome to Car Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Car Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Big episode to get to today. We're going to talk about the new Prism football and what the first few days have looked like. We'll get into March Madness. We'll talk about the World Baseball Classic. Might do a little F1 chatter after another weekend of 1-2 Red Bull. And we've got over-under. What Jay says may be one of the best play of the weeks ever. Stop us if you heard that before. Yeah, stop us if you've heard that before. That's right on cue. I love it. And then uh, we'll do latest launch. So lots to get into. But first, the usual. We'll start with what's on your mind. Lulu, you look ready. We'll, we'll start with you. I did a Prism case break this weekend. Yeah. That is my number one. What's on your mind? I got... You ripped the um, whole case? Well, I did like a break. Oh, uh, Okay. Who'd you have? I'm assuming the, the you know the team in New York. I did have the Jets. Yes, I split it with our friend Jason. I got what I could politely call as crushed. <laughs> Came away with one Garrett Wilson auto, and that's pretty much it. So that hurt, but I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed watching it break. Um, I enjoyed spending time with the breaker in the chat. It took like a hot minute for it to fill, so we were just mess. I was messing around with this guy on Instagram live for like two hours in chat. It was a good time. <laughs> So we were doing that. I watched a lot of basketball this weekend, a lot of college basketball. I really enjoyed it. And I'm sure we're going to talk about World Baseball Classic a little bit, so I'll save my thoughts there. But um, lots of good stuff happening. I feel like it's a good time in the sports calendar right now. Masters coming up, feeling really good. Ty, I see you nodding your head, so we'll, we'll kick it to you. Penn State having the hoops team was fun for a little bit there. A lot mm-hmm. of must, be, must be nice, man. Must be nice. They had Texas on the ropes. They had him on the ropes. That dude, Disu, is a big boy and won the game. Like, I think he had maybe 10 plus points down the stretch. He was just making buckets. That's the reason they beat us. That dude, uh, Funk, missed two kind of good open looks for three down the stretch. Otherwise, we're in the Sweet 16. But that was also a, a good Texas squad they ran into. So it was a good Penn State sports weekend because. We also won the uh, wrestling championships back-to-back. I'm currently down in Miami. I've been playing a good amount of basketball recently. My foot hurts a little bit. Got to figure out what's going on with that. Paying attention to Pokemon cards. I think I want to pick up some more Pokemon stuff. That's definitely bubbling. I really just want to get a first edition hollow. And footy coming down to the kind of the prime footy season. Um Arsenal still in the lead in the Premier League. Big matchup on this past Sunday. United against my good friend Tosin in the uh, quarterfinals of the FA Cup. Fulham had them 1-0 late. United turned it on a notch. 1-3-1 down the stretch. Felt bad for my boy, but great for the W. It's also, Lou mentioned golf season. Tennis season is sneaky as well. Got the Miami, Miami Open coming up. Didn't Alcaraz just win? Yep. Won a little warm-up tourney. Um, he's back. He's focused. And, uh, yeah, that's what's on my mind. 
That's what's on my mind. Yeah, I, th- I think I would echo both of you guys, uh, your guys' thoughts. It's kind of like an interesting time because, you know, football is usually over and not talked about, but with the release calendar being later, right? We're talking about prison football. We're going to get into that here in a second. Um, but that's kind of keeping football cards interesting. All the while, you have the best opening weekend, you know, the best one of the best weekends in sports. I think it's the best weekend of the year uh, with March Madness, right? Four straight days of nonstop games. Um, and just the weekend it was, right? Another 16 versus one. We were live at trade night at the shop when that happened, right? Like it's only- New Jersey. Yeah, shout out New Jersey, right? Um, second best state there is. And it's like two- Best basketball two, state by far. Not even close. Two and 150 as record 16 versus one. Uh, then you see some big teams lose, right? Uh, Arizona, first round. Jersey. Then <laughs> Kansas, Kansas lost. Duke's out. Kentucky's out. Like all- Blue bud, blue bloods gone. We'll see you later. Um, yeah, just exciting me. Princeton, third year in a row, third year in a row, a 15 seed has made it to the Sweet 16. Oral Roberts, shout out to them. I think they beat Ohio State that year. Um, and then it was what was the dude the last year with the guy with the stash? St. Peter's. St. Peter's. Jersey. Thank you. <laughs> shout out Jersey, man. This is a Jersey episode. That's why I said that. <laughs> Jay, I mean, you got to have you got to have Jersey on the thumbnail today. I mean, it's Jersey. I mean. You know Jay's a Jersey guy, right? Yeah, Jay. Yeah, he just lives in Florida now. Yeah, he's adopted he Florida, and he is a Florida guy, but he's a Jersey guy at heart. He's adopted Florida. Yeah, so Prism, you got that. I, Ty, I watched part of a soccer match this weekend. Tell me more. Which one? Right. So I was in shop on. It was like Sunday, I think, preparing for like opening of taking some pictures. And we had a soccer game on. I think it was Southampton, and it was a it was a cup match. It was like South uh, Southampton, and then the team was like the other team was blue and black. Initials were like B. Brian? Was it BR? Yeah, that's who it was. Well, they were up two to one late. It was like 80th minute, 81st minute, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Southampton scored, made it two two, and then they scored at the very end, and like it it won the match. It was actually pretty good. It was crazy. Right, I can't talk too much soccer terms. I'm not the, the soccer soccer star in the. It was on, the show, on Sunday. But, um, yeah, I think it was. Su- yeah, Sheffield Sunday. United versus Blackburn. Yeah, that. Yeah, I watched that. Three. My three, former uh, squad. Yeah, Sheffield scored in the 90th plus minute to win three yeah. two. Three yeah, two. Yeah, it was final. crazy. I mean, it was electric. They were going nuts. Um, so so I watched that. I mean, I think the other thing on my mind. As somebody that does not watch baseball, I'm very open about that. Ty, it doesn't sound like you watch a whole lot of it either, um, especially not later in the year, maybe a little bit like Yankees fan in May, not as much late, but Lou, this guy right here, the baseball star of the show, the World Baseball Classic and the little bit I've seen of it seems to be the most electric thing of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I just got, Lou, I, I need some insight on this, like, why is it so electric? My feeling is that this is the first time a mainstream audience has been exposed to international baseball crowds. Like, this is what the Dominican League is like every winter. This is what the Mexican League is like every winter. So, Is there something to say that they let the players play with emotion and personality? I don't think they play with any more emotion and personality than they do in the playoffs now. In the playoffs, got it. Yeah. Because this is definitely a playoff atmosphere, I would say. Like, I don't think it's like your regular run-of-the-mill June series. Because I had Mexico-Japan on last night before the before I snoozed off. You see the walk-off? I didn't see the walk-off. Snoozed they off. They won on a walk-off. walk-off. 
Saw three naught. Mexico hit the bomb. Saw a catch by the wall where the dude like caught it and just kind of like flexed and held it for 45 seconds. Felt like he would have got yelled at in the in the big leagues. Uh, yeah. Saw Japan hit a three run bomb to tie it. Saw Mexico yes. take a four three lead. Then I fell asleep and woke up to Japan five four walk off. Is that what happened? More or less, yeah. That's about what happened. It's pretty electric. Like it's a good time. It's fun to watch. I think there's a little bit of like overreaction happening. I think I saw Trey Turner say this was more exciting to play in than a World Series. That's a psychotic statement. I I don't understand that. But um, you know, more power to you if you're feeling it in the moment. Enjoy it as you should. But yeah, I saw some. Again, this is just headline reading. There's a tweet this morning. That's all that we do here. About, yeah, there's a tweet this morning that talked about. Uh, I think it's a 21-year-old pitching prospect for Japan. 23, yeah. 23, like, is this who Jay's talking about? Like, apparently he's, like, legit. Yeah, he throws 100, like, every single time. Yeah, he's exciting. There's a lot of exciting young talent in baseball right now. And, like, I think playing, (laughs) what? No, go ahead. I think playing for your country is obviously, like, a big deal. I can understand why it's a big deal, especially to, like, these, like, Dominican guys and Puerto Rican guys and all that stuff. So I think it's great, but... For me, I'm still a MLB over everything kind of guy. I saw a tweet that said, Mike Trout versus Shohei Itani, two stars in the World Baseball Classic. What if they were on the same team? <laughs> well, that, yeah, I mean, like, it's become this whole thing where people are saying this is more important than Major League Baseball, and I just can't get there. I think they should do this tournament. I think they should have the All-Star break for two weeks, and they should do the All-Star break in the two weeks. They should do the World Baseball Classic in the two weeks between the All-Star break. Because then everyone's in baseball mode, everyone cares, and it's not messing up your season to where, like, I have Altuve out for two months now because he broke his thumb. Is that the case? Yeah. Yeah. Altuve's out for two months, Edwin Diaz is out for the year, you know? Like, it's annoying. Shout out to everybody who joined uh, the March Madness tournament. A little update on the standings. Uh, Joe Fishbaugh is at number one, so... Shout out. Shout Shout out Ohio. Shout out to Joe. Shout out Purdue that I spent 10 minutes on the episode last week. Hyping up that big man. Uh, Lou is at 66. Jay and I are tied at 77. Uh, Ty is at 88. And shout out to Court bringing us home at 103. Um, So shout out to also the Big Ten. I mean, rough. Looking good this year. I I think every team's out except for what? Michigan State? Isn't Spartans the only team left? They're grinding through. Yikes. The only team left from what? The Big Ten? I think so. Yeah, is there any, I don't think there's any other one left. Purdue lost. Indiana lost. Michigan State lost. Penn State yeah, Michigan I guess State that's won. Right. Wow, that's Penn, crazy. Penn State lost. Yeah, Creighton's Big East. Yeah, wow. Yep. All right. We we uh, we m- mentioned it in the beginning about Prism. Some of the uh, you know, first few days of that. There have been some rather large sales. I just wanted to kind of talk about get your guys's uh, initial thoughts on some of these. So Kenny Pickett, true gold Jersey number eight of 10 rookie. So uh, one of the better rookie cards of, of most of the guys out, out throughout the year uh, sold for $10,500. Another sale, Kenny Pickett gold was the throwback. They added those this year, a little 10 year anniversary to 2012 prism. Uh, they have a Kenny Pickett gold numbered to 10 that did 5,200. A Mahomes gold shimmer out of 10 from first off the line to 2,500. Malik Willis, 
Ty's guy, Ryan Tannehill backup. One of one rookie shimmer auto from FOTL did $5,050. A George Pickens manga did $735. So just a couple of sales I wanted wanted to mention and get your guys' take. I also saw a bunch of like pretty much every Desmond Ritter came out. Like every one of them. Yeah, I did see all the one of ones. All the one of ones of that guy. Um, yeah, three of his top chase cards came out. The Black Shimmer 101, the Black Finite 101, and the Black uh, the Black Finite 101 Auto all came out in the opening weekend. Wild. Shout out to anybody who had the Falcons. Yeah. The brick I was in was like heavy Falcons too, and everyone I was talking to says there's a lot of Falcon sets. Yeah, we didn't in the break we run there wasn't a lot of a lot of Falcon stuff. Really? Um, yeah. Hmm. I mean, it, honestly, it's it's crazy the Jets didn't do well. It seems like that's the team so far is the Jets. I mean, like with three major guys. I mean, three of the top 10 or 12 guys. I don't know where you put Brees in terms of ranking all of them, but Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner are two of the top 10 best-selling rookies in the class. Top 5, no? Uh, Pickett pretty I mean, it's really close. It's close. It's got yeah, to be seven. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it might be top five. It really could be. Like, those two are, are up there. Ritter sells pretty well now. Sam Howell sells okay. Like, those Sam guys Howell sell. sells okay? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's top ten. No no question. What am I missing? He's going to be the starter in Washington. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they brought in Jacoby Brissett, but, like, they got rid of Wentz. I don't think he's going to be the starter. Prospecting. Yeah, I, I definitely think he's going to start. I'm not okay. saying I would buy his cards. Has I'm... anyone ever seen anything from Kenny Pickett that makes them think that Kenny Pickett is going to be? A oh, I'm a Kenny. I'm, I'm a Kenny know. Pickett guy. Are you? Because like I just also I have inherent negative bias towards Pittsburgh as a Penn State fan because Pittsburgh thinks that like there's some conversation of rivalry or their program being on the same footing as Penn State. But I don't know if we should go down this fake rivalry, same program. I don't know if we should do this. It's a little early for that. we got to wait till at least August. Yep. Meaning what? Your school constantly underperforming expectations. Um, but well, 10 and 1 that, in the last 11 against Penn State seems like it's not underperforming. That's my Kenny Pickett comment. I get it. I, I like the... I like the idea of the Pittsburgh kid becoming the Pittsburgh quarterback, having the glove, having pickings. The Steelers just generally tend to find success over time. I'm a Kenny Pickett guy. I mean, you put that he wears gloves into your first five seconds of life. What's wrong with wearing gloves? I'm sorry. I like gloves as like a vibe. Teddy two gloves like his whole career. I get it. What's Teddy, Teddy amounted to? But Teddy's been like a fan favorite for years. A fan yeah, favorite. but fan favorite, and fa- fan favorite and winners like two different things. Yes, I completely understand. What's I don't understand why he had to be negative against gloves. It was just a part of his like Teddy. It like it was part of his thing. Kenny wears the glove. I'm, I'm for gloves. I'm a glove guy. It sounds like you're anti-glove. It's just got to be number eight in the list of why you care, or number one yeah. in the. No, it's definitely high cool. on my list of why I care. I definitely wouldn't call him a top tier prospect, but he's being purchased like one this weekend. So is Sam Howell, who, who stinks. <laughs> but you know less about Sam Howell than you do about Kenny Pickett. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's I mean, true. The Steelers had some work. Like I'm not ready to. I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is anywhere near some of the 2021 guys, 2020, some of the 2020 guys, like anything like that. But I'm not sure. Like we can write off Kenny Pickett after you know his rookie season in the NFL. Like that's. I'm just. I biased, think that's a little crazy. I really don't want him to. Yeah, sure. Like I, I get it. Um, 
Would you say he's better than any quarterback that Penn State's had in your lifetime? Better than in the N- in the NFL or in college? Because no, Trace McSorley was definitely a better college quarterback. Okay, fine. In in the pros. Well, I guess I, don't know if I would say that, but played. Yeah. Okay. Like Trace is going to have a long backup career, but as a college quarterback, Trace McSorley was pretty dynamite college quarterback. There's not many college athletes I hate more than Trace McSorley. That dude stinks. Why? Because he was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like probably how most people feel about Aaron Kraft. Like, it, it, loved him. Fair. Just got that dog oh, okay, in him, no, and yeah. you're like, yeah, you're like everybody hates. Yeah, that's a good. Him. And comparison. I'm like, dude, this guy's awesome totally. that's how probably penn state feels about trace mcsurley i mean like i remember the blocked kick like i remember that game like that was all trace mcsurley the fucking bat thing yeah with the, <laughs> that hate, was a great stuff. hated that hated that <laughs> it was him and denard robinson like hate those guys um but yeah long story we we got to save this talk i don't want to hear the youtube comments hey we got to cut out this ncaa football we're way too early so i'm oh, sorry i next. enjoyed it that was the highlight of my day you gave me some love we can keep going now. I'll hold on to that for Next a couple Next topic. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I just want to touch on it because I know we've talked about it a lot on the show in the past. Uh, we talked about it two weeks ago. F1, or last week, I don't remember. F1 is definitely exactly like we talked about. It's just a matter of who's going to win the race for Red Bull and everybody else. It is not even a fair fight at this point. Well, have you heard the little controversy this morning with Max and, and Checo? They were surprised that he could keep up. And, uh-huh. There I could mean, be a you, little bit of drama brewing. Did you see Verstappen's dad? No. Watch Jace. Find, put it in the text thread with us. The video of Verstappen's dad as Checo comes to celebrate. He stands there like this. Well, out of nowhere, Max decided he wanted to get fastest lap on lap 50 for no reason. So... There's a little something brewing there, Tyler, I would Dude, say. Dude, I know. They're one point apart from each other. I wonder I if Red Bull will be looking for a new driver next year, and maybe someone was talking about that <laughs> yeah. a month or so ago. That's weird. Oh, yeah, wow. it's like almost like, hey, we don't want somebody that's going to like push Max huh. too hard. Like oh, somebody wow. that's a little bit more submissive, maybe. Huh. Someone who really cares about being famous, but isn't necessarily going to push to win. Like maybe like Danny Ricardo? It could be. Maybe somebody else. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about, but me either. Yeah. The fact that they make him sit in that room after is so awkward. It is so awkward. And Max was sitting in the one seat. Kind of a bad guy move. If you think about it, like have some decorum. It's wild, man. Like watch the video of, uh, I think it's, is it Joe's for stopping? Like as Checo celebrating, he looks like just miserable. Um, I saw they like dapped him up after gave him a high five, but like it's, I mean, he does not even look remotely excited. So, interesting sport. But there's not there's not many races for like over the next six weeks. Uh, you've what's the deal with how they started the season? Like they had the opening race, it was two weeks off. Now we're back, and now it's two weeks off again, right? Yeah, but then it's I think there's a longer gap, and then like then it's Miami. Like there's not I think there's only like three races in the next like eight weeks or something like it's they're really spread out like look at their f1 schedule i don't have it in front of me but it it is yeah it is a race there's not another race for a month how is that yeah it's like it's something crazy it's wild sorry march 31st is a race so there's a race in 10 days which is where in australia and then they're off until azerbaijan in april 28th and then it's may 5th for the u.s grand prix that's crazy yeah it's like literally a whole month off 
I feel like they're going to have some trouble keeping interest with how much of a blowout it is, and they're not going to have races that often. That's kind of weird. I'm definitely not going to Miami again. Too hot? For the F1 race? I don't yeah. I mean, I, I, I would consider it, but I'm not dying to go. Talk to me about I want to go to Vegas. I want to go to Vegas. Vegas. I just want to buy first edition Pokemon cards, but that's just me. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, well, speaking of Pokemon... We have some Pokemon in this week's over-under. So, Courtney, I think, has prepared it. Real quick on the standings, uh, Jay, I would love to know who it was that did the standings so we could show them some love. Somebody went through all of the episodes. uh, Lou's showing some Pokemon boxes. But someone went through all of the episodes and found the standings for these. You're 21 and 14. Yep. Tyler's 19 and 16. And I'm 17 and 18. My plus minus is crazy. I got a win and I'm 17 and 18. Yep. Uh, so it was, uh, what is it? Schult bomb cards. Schult bomb cards. I think I'm saying that right, hopefully. Uh, but shout out to him for going through and checking all of the scores. So we've got that. Let's, uh, let's see what we got this week. Court, what do we got? We got some Pokemon and pop culture this week. I'm excited. Oh my goodness. This is Love cool. it. All right. All right. The first one is this first edition Lugia. PSA 10. It. The date it sold is on March 14th. Over under 350. Over. Yeah, I think it's an over as well. I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I feel like Lugia is a big enough name in Pokemon. I don't follow it super, super much, but I know that as a name. It is not hollow, so that scares me a little bit, but I'd probably take the over. So we're going over across the board? It's going to be a dead under. I'm like 100% sure now we all said over. It's it's an under. It sold for $250. Yeah. I would have guessed over. Okay. How much did you sell for? Two fifty. Yeah, Lugia was that dude. He was like one of the few, like outside of the original crew, that like had some heat. Is there a hollow version of this? How is it so cheap? Is this not the real first? I feel like Lugia would be so much more. Maybe I'm just wrong. Yeah, I think the non-hollow piece matters in that though. Uh, yeah, I think the non-hollow plays a big part in it, and also it's from the 2001 Neo Revelation set, so it's like, I think. There's another Neo Destiny or Neo's another set uh set where like Neo Genesis. Anyways, what's next, Court? Next we've got Respected Lugia too much. Oh. Oh man. I like this. This tops Alan and Ginter, Anthony Bourdain autograph. Shout out to Adam Lovick for sending this to me. Um over under eighteen hundred. It sold on it doesn't say relatively recently because in order to find it, it would have to be the last 90 days yeah i'm gonna go under i like the over here i like this is like a two thousand dollar card these allen and getter autos are super sneaky because it's a lot of times the guys only autograph right like uh, Gary has autos in these. He's an exception because he's done stuff with tops. Portnoy has autos in these. Um, there are some really, really sneaky guys in this. And Bourdain is past. I'm going to guess these don't pop up very often. I'm going to go with Lou on this. I'm going to go over. I think this is closer to 2K. Ty, what was your guess? Under. Under? It is over. It actually sold for $3,000. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's not that surprising. He's a big deal. 3K. I feel like there's a new generation of people learning about Anthony Bourdain through Instagram. It's very interesting. 
Definitely. Like my sister's age. He's got some juice. All right, next oh, up boy. is this base set, Shadowless, first edition Raichu. This one is hollow. Rated at PSA 10, and it sold on March 9th. So the price for those uh, listening is $1,800, first edition Shadowless Raichu. Over. Yeah, um, I think I think Jay messed up the bottom number. <laughs> Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The number. Post- there it is, folks. How many days since the last yeah, mistake? I mean, Jay. Zero. Literally, it's like here's the card. Here's how much it costs. It's a layup over. I. I mean, I. It would. You, if you wouldn't have said anything, I would have a, had no idea. You spent the morning working at Pokemon, uh, looking at Pokemon. So I have like. I don't think loot. This you is can a remove anything. The first edition '99 game holographic card. If it's under eighteen hundred dollars, you buy it all day long. Really? Eighteen? Wow. Cool. Over. No idea. <laughs> I'm Absolutely gonna go under. No idea. Just for wow, fun. See. Just, just, okay. just to keep things interesting. Yeah, because you never know. <laughs> I mean, they came on the show and admitted that they were wrong. Yeah, I know, but maybe they were wrong the other direction. Maybe they're trying, yeah. to, maybe they're trying to play games. All right. All right, fair enough. This sold for way over. It sold for $9,950. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that. I was just playing oh, yeah. the other direction. For fun. The number was supposed to say 9999 and then it would have been an under. But it, it's definitely over 1800 like Ty said. A hollow Holy first edition shadow is definitely way over. That's a 10K? decent price. At a, yeah, $10,000? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Holy, I had no idea. Rachu's a factor, bro. I love Rachu. It's a 24-year-old no. card. I, I'm not saying it's not. $10,000? Oh my gosh. And this one is going to be interesting. I Jesus and Miro. No, I don't yeah. even know who this is. Shout out to Jesus and Miro, the host of one of the best internet shows out there. I'm so sad. I was so sad when it ended. Um, this is a 2022 tops dual auto and it has an air on it just for fair warning it has an air i've never been more confident in an over than i am right now and if it's not it might be the biggest steal ever couple things on this shout out my boy tommy alter who's done a lot of production for them over the last five ten plus years where they mm-hmm. were at showtime tommy alter one of the one of the low key behind some of the biggest things that have happened in the last 10 years on the internet. Mm-hmm. Tommy Alter matters. Uh, known Tommy since kindergarten. Um, really? Yep. That's yep. crazy. Tommy Alter's father is a big um, political pundit, has wrote some great books about old presidents and is wow. in the family. You're going to say like he loved hanging out at the wine store or something. Uh, no, we went to elementary school together. His older sister, same age as my sister. We've known each other for a very long time. And then another thing about this card is that um, that seven hat is a set free special. The seven hat, shout out to Compound, good good friend of mine, has a deal with New Era, supporting the seven. So all that said, I am going to go with over, but not by much. Should I know who this is? No. Depends. Depends, yeah. Not really your lifestyle. So 444 is the price. I don't know if that was said. Um, this was, this is the same conversation around the Anthony Bourdain auto, uh, around it being uh, Alan and Ginner. They don't have a lot of stuff. I'm going to, as much as I would love to say over, because you guys are so confident this is over, I'm going to say under just for the simple fact that I don't know who it is. 
450 bucks is a lot. I'm going to go under on this, but I think I'll be wrong. Ryan, you are wrong. It is over. It sold for $500 on January 21st. All right. This is a 2000 Neo Genesis sealed and graded pack. It sold on March 9th, over under $700. Under. I'm going to go. You said under. Rye, what do you got? Do you want me to go last or I'm going to go now? Under. Under. Oh, man, this is tough. Because Neo Genesis is kind of sneaky. And it's first edition. And it's a pack. And you could pull. Like that Something crazy. It was 250 that was from Neo Revolution or know, Revolution. Is, so this is, but is this it, is different. This is which, Neo Genesis. Yeah, this is Neo Genesis, but I think the Neo Revolution is not as valuable. I think I'm going to go over on this. I think this is like an eight hundred fifty dollar pack. What was this? What was this guess? Lou and I were under. I think this is closer to like. Can I switch to over or no? If you want to. I'm switching to. I'm switching to over. I take it back. Good call, Lou, because it is over. It Let's sold go. for $700. I felt it. You, you liked my analysis. I did like your analysis. It mattered. That's and then I was terrible. trying to think back to because I, I started thinking about I have a Team Rocket pack. And I'm like, yeah. how much is that worth? And this has to be worth more than that. Good call, Lou. How Good much call. did it sell for? What it's what it sell for? Seven twenty-five. So just over. Just over. This one is from Gas Trading Cards. It was released in 2022 they have it dubbed as his rookie card as a biggie rookie card um it's graded at a psa 8 uh, there's only one psa 8 in population nothing higher couldn't tell you off the top of my head i don't know so i okay. want to be wrong make something up it's more fun for the story <laughs> yeah just fabricate it just completely yeah. make it up it's not a big deal <laughs> this is tough this is really tough i'll go i'll go over you sure about that you're not gonna switch in three minutes nope i'm not <laughs> It sold on March 8th, just for... March 8th is a great day. Time. Yeah, see, I... like Ryan just waits for us to answer, and then he just dictates his answer. I feel Wasn't like that the rule? I, I think you set the rule. Yeah, I know, but you're changing it now, because you just react to what we're doing. <laughs> you should have to, like, give your answer. And then... under. Ugh. So I don't know anything about gas. I know nothing about them. I, w- I think Lou's point about if there's any higher matters because i don't know if there's nines or tens um but since i don't know a lot about gas it's a little bit of a newer product if this was the 90s i would feel different i'm gonna i think i'm gonna lean with ty here i'm gonna go under i think this is like a 65 70 card jay said march 8th was one day before the anniversary of his death that i guess that's a pretty significant information so the guesses were, were over, under, under, under. Yeah, under, okay. under. It Tyler. sold for under. It sold for $60. Huh. All right, the last one is this 2020 Rainbow Pikachu VMAX. It sold on March 5th, over, under $200. I'll go over on this one. Over. I think it's about two and a quarter. Agreed. Two seventy five. It yep, yeah, it sold for two hundred and seventy two dollars. Ty locked in. Nice job, Ty. 
Locked in, Ty. Ty was on a mission today. What do we Come think about on. if we? What do we think about if we guess the exact price? You get two points. Well, I would have got that wrong. I know, but it's just a nice little plus up. I like it. I Gives like an extra little chase. People like these uh, V Maxes. Yes, they do. People like yeah, the Pikachu matters. Yeah. Vivid Voltage is popular. I think I put some work in on that over under segment. I think you did too. You, you start, I, I think you started out zero and two or zero and three, and then I don't think you missed after that. You got hot. Got hot. What got do we think over. about these packs? Uh, I'm a fan. I'm I a think fan. they're super cool. I have the whole set, but none of them are tens, unfortunately. Still cool. I own some packs, but none are graded. They're like I have Team Rocket packs. What constitutes a ten pack? I would love to know what that what that is. Somebody did it with first year Topps Chrome and got a bunch of Topps Chrome F1 packs. I thought that was kind of cool. Good job, Court. That was fun. Thanks, guys. Yeah, shout out to Court. Shout out to Court for not making any mistakes. I mean, zero days since you know the last incident. Shout out, shout out to Jay, man. And also, Jay said it's a it's a big play of the week. Week Um, seven slides. Let's keep it positive. Let's let's have faith. Positive, positive vibes only for Jay today. All right, Jay, bring us home into uh, into play of the week and what you've said. It might be one of the best ever. So let's see how this goes. All right, this is from Bones Cards. The newest, hottest Disney set dropped recently, kind of quietly. These are hot, hot. Tyler, are you aware Uh, of these? I bought i I bought a few boxes of this two weeks ago. Yes. These are hot. Uh, I saw these pop up in Twitter two weeks ago, and I was like, hey, I want to buy a couple of these to have one day to, uh, you know, rip with my kids. My wife said, used to work at Disney. I've I've said that before. And uh, I thought these were like super, super cool. And they have blown up Mm -hmm. in the last month. It is crazy. I bought my original ones. I will tell you, I want to say like low twos. I think they do like 275 now. I'll tell you when I bought them and how much they were. Uh, oh no, I did really well. March 9th, I bought the first one at 149 for a box uh, and for one box. Yeah, and then I bought um, some March 12th. Well, boxes are now doing 400. So, oh wow, yeah, I bought two a couple days ago. I think I have like six, five or six incoming total. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I didn't buy them to resell. I bought them to like, hey, I'm gonna keep these and rip them with my kid one day. Um, so I bought them and I was like, oh, these are super. Jay said I didn't share it with the group chat. All right, sorry, sorry, Jay. Oh, it wasn't meant to be, make, a make a play. It was literally buy to keep. Like it wasn't meant to. It wasn't meant to be a play. It was just the hottest thing in cards, and I didn't tell anyone about it. That's okay. Keep going. <laughs> All right. Uh, they dropped uh, recently, kind of quietly, and in China, nonetheless. It's called Kakawao Phantom Disney: Hundred Years of Wonder. It's one of three main sets releasing for the hundredth anniversary of Disney, and the only set that will have numbered cards. Saw a picture on Twitter on February twenty eighth, and instantly thought it would be a hit with how much it looked like Prism and Disney crossover. I never thought about that, but it definitely does now that he says that. Uh, I kept searching eBay the next couple of days to see if I could find singles or any cool cards related to it, and lo and behold, a Mickey Silver popped up on March first for twenty or best offer, plus six dollars shipping from China. Offered fifteen, and it got accepted within the hour. There were only a few other, or there were a few other cool cards, but I was just guessing Mickey was going to be the most popular based off how the Locana promo sell. I got the card in earlier this week, listed it for two hundred oboe, and within two days got an offer for one hundred and fifty dollars. After I accepted, I was all in at twenty one sixty five, and after eBay fees, I'll net about one hundred and four dollars. I normally do baseball and soccer, so this was a fun flip for me, and took took me to look outside of my realm of comfort. 
It's pretty good. It's a good job to get outside of your comfort zone on something cheap like this that ends up working out. I think that gives you confidence in the future for the next thing that might be a little bit more difficult and more challenging. So it's a good job by chance. Um, love this play. Love that you went right for Mickey Mouse. That's the way to do it. You see something new like this, you're like, might as well just go right to the the number one thing. Like, I'm pretty sure Mickey Mouse will always be the most popular thing in this set. So it's a good job. And good recognition based on the Lorcana set. Mickey's classic. Yeah, I agree. The I, I didn't notice the pris, the the Prism Disney crossover thing now, but now that he says it, it I agree. Yeah. All right, this is wild. Uh, this is from Tomo Dog 07, uh, or Tomo Dog. It says on February 28th, I decided to drive two hours up to LA in battle traffic to go to a card shop. I was amazed to find the super factor of Bo Nix from the new Bowman University product. Being an Oregon duck, I've always collected Oregon stuff and love the mantra "collect what you love." The card was priced at Oh my gosh. $800. <laughs> I had heard about the Super Factor bounty on the top QBs from the set and hesitated to ask for a discount. I did anyways and was told the price is firm at 800 Purchased it. The card is beautiful with the gold border matching the Oregon helmet, but I decided to test eBay. It was posted and sold on March 7th for $5,800. I probably left some meat on the bone, but it will pay for all of my Achilles Smith, Joey Harrington, and Marcus Mariota that are now pennies on the dollar. Thank you and love the show. This is fantastic. I love this play. I don't know how anybody could post a top 10 prospect from Bowman Chrome University 101 auto for $800. That is seems crazy to me. Um, yeah, what a play. I love this. I love this a lot. This is like, hey, saw the bounties, other QBs. He's not one of those guys, but it could still do some. I, I love this play. Is it because Bowman U just like not as known? Like- so his first Bowman, Bow Nix, this is where it's going to get very interesting yeah, long term. This is where it's going to get really interesting long term is you have two Bowman Chrome University products that are out, right? You've got 2021 unlicensed. You have 2022 licensed. 2021, Bo Nix, just as an example, this is where it will get interesting. Bo Nix, likely one of the biggest names in college football next year for quarterback prospects. His 2021 is a first Bowman in an Auburn uniform. His 2022 is licensed, not first Bowman, but in an Oregon uniform. Which one of those cards will matter in the long run? The first Bowman, not licensed, with a school he's no longer with? Or the schoolies with with licensed, not first Bowman. Does the first Bowman matter enough? Stroud's obviously got the same issue. He's not, not in different teams, but it's got licensed, non-first Bowman in 2022 versus first Bowman, unlicensed in 2021. It'll be very interesting to see how this plays out and which one the market decides they will want more unlicensed first Bowman or licensed non-first Bowman. This is going to get into a really tricky debate about the logos on the cards. My take is first Bowman. My take wow. is licensed. Even you hear, see here, blah, 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 da, 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 being an Oregon duck. I've always collected Oregon stuff and I love the much collect what you love. I think the little thing matters as a diehard Penn State fan. Like there was just something, but that's again, just me. That's my mindset that most will. When it comes to Bo Nix, as someone that put the beat down on Bo Nix at Auburn that forced him to transfer to Oregon, I don't see yeah, much of Bo Nix having a long-term. Yeah, I mean, he saw Penn State on the schedule again. And yeah, no, I get it. I don't want to deal with that. Let's just be real. 
Um, and Let's be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was not trying to go against my guy, Abdul Carter, coming out the gut. I'm yeah, I don't around. know. Bro, you see this guy's a top 10 prospect. Like, I don't yeah, see I mean, that at all. But no, no, no. In college football, he gets hyped like a guy, and he will be an early Heisman favorite going into next season, and he will have a big-time bad game and collapse, and Oregon will end with two or three losses, and then he'll be like a fifth-round guy and not be a dog like Trace McSorley and probably have a two-year run in the league, and then this guy will have made a great play on this card. Ty, I would respectfully disagree, and I have no interest in collecting Bo Nix, none at all, but we're going to... You see it now with the storylines in college football. I don't want to go down this path too much. I'll be super quick. Anthony Richardson, we don't watch his tape. Will Levitt, it's like we don't watch tape. These guys go into these pro days and they're like, hey, this guy's fast. This guy's tall. Let's get this. Bo Nix, they're going to say, hey, Justin Herbert came from Oregon, plays in Pac-12, air raid offense. Pac-12 this year is going to have Caleb Williams, Cam Rising, Bo Nix. There's going to be some hype around that. There's going to be some big games that involve Cam Rising and Bo Nix. Bo Nix and Caleb Williams. Like, I just... People create narratives all the time, especially around quarterbacks. Like, I agree. Whether we agree Bo Nix will be good or not, clearly somebody thinks he's $5,800 good. I have no reason to believe that somebody won't be like, hey, Bo Nix is, is a guy. No, I, I agree with you. When he has two losses come December 1st. I mean, Anthony Richardson won how many games in Florida? Will Levis won how many games in Kentucky? There's a little bit of a difference like, between Anthony Richardson and Bo Nix. I'm just going to put that out there. Then we should stop making that comparison. It's pretty but, different. But Ty is, but Ty's argument is about wins and losses. Yeah. So the same argument, why are we saying that Anthony Richardson gets a pass? Because he didn't win many games, but Bo Nix doesn't. I'm just confused How many times has Anthony Richardson transferred? I don't, I have no idea. I'm assuming you're going to say zero. Yes. Yep. But what Bonex is a senior who's bounced from college to college and is kind of struggling with the Justin backed off. It's a little. It's a great play by Tom. It's yeah, a great just, play. I'm not a Bonex. Zach guy. Wilson, Mitch Trubisky. Zach Wilson and Mitch Trubisky went to small schools and didn't do a whole lot, and they got. I, I don't know. I just Oregon is also just, dope. Oregon's super dope. There was a guy that walked brand. on playing yeah. with the player edition backpack. I'm not here to like, argue Bo Nix is a star. I'm just saying we create these narratives all the time in sports cards. There's a reason Sam Howell sells and Desmond Ritter sells and all of these guys sell. Like, there's a – Baker – I mean, Kyle Trask, PSA 10. Look, look, Phil, look this up. Kyle Trask, PSA 10 National Treasures RPA out of 99. You want to take a guess at what that card sold for? Yeah, I think we're having different ends of the same conversation. I'm saying don't let like, Drew Aller saying it just is what it is. Don't okay. Yeah, next play, Jay. Don't let Drew Aller. That guy. Next, next guy play. that has a narrative. <laughs> next play. Here we go. Oh, Jay. Wow, this is a long one, but this is this is interesting. This is different. This is grind and grade cards. Love the name. Hey, fellows, play of the week submission. I've got. I've it says I've gotten to know a few regular dealers at local shows over the time where they have started to learn the type of cards they look for. 90s, early 2000s inserts, wrestling, unique stuff. One dealer recently bought out a collection and was looking to move some of it quick. A couple 500-count boxes of miscellaneous sports patches and relics from when they were actually used by players from the late 90s. He asked me for $100 for the box. Flipping through I, uh, flipping through one of them, I knew the value was easily there. Even if it's just fun, small, uh, unique team lots. Jets lot, Lou? Yeah. Uh, one that immediately caught my eye was this 99 shoe, uh, or, sorry, 99 upper deck Charles Barkley shoe time patch. I don't know the specific card, but I collect Jordan and his version of this card is easily four figures. So I figured Sir, Sir Charles has to have some value. I offered the guy 75 bucks. He took it without a thought. 
I listed the Charles the Charles Shoe Time Relic on eBay for 600 oboe. I immediately had a number of inquiries and offers, so I decided to wait it out based on the interest. I didn't have to wait long, as less than 24 hours after it listed, it sold for full ask. Despite the noted, uh, despite it, despite the note in the ad, Edgeware from sitting loose in a box for so many years. After fees, I'll net 523 and still have 95% of the box to explore. Just, just goes to show that relationships matter. Just let the dealers know what you like, spend some money with them over time, and they can create opportunities for you. That's crazy. I have no idea this is a $600 card. Yeah, and I think it's more than that. It's also like he said he knows the Jordan card sells for XYZ, so it's like, all right, I get back into the Barkley based on that. Like, The Relic is sweet. It is sweet. It's different. Yeah, the Relic's super sweet, and that last point he makes is super legit, super, super real. It is kind of funny looking at this card. It is a cool patch, but like the design of the card is like super weird. The four is super close to the shoe patch. It is very the strange. Red, the the red on his on his pants blends in with the design of the card. Like it's got so many like quirky things on the card. You're like, this is a bad Photoshop job, but it's like it's a cool looking card. It's just it's kind of odd. It's very nineties too. That little logo on the yeah. bottom left is so nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the way I mean it would be a perfect card for an autograph. Like, there's a it perfect It does look like it's right. meant to have an autograph on the bottom. Yeah, I mean, very so, odd design, but super cool. And the Barkley is super 90s, too. Like, yeah. Like, the, the see-through opaque <laughs> Barkley is, like, very... It is. You're right, Ty. That's so funny. This is a great card. Bring back patch cards. Bring back meaningful patches. All right, what's next, Jay? Oh. All right, NF Cards 12. Hmm. I bought this 2012 Calvin Ridley Vet Gold Standard Nike swoosh for 80 bucks, 79.50 in August. At the time, he was suspended, so I was looking for cool cards of buy to his for the future. In the meantime, he was traded the Jags, so I decided to list it for 250. Got a decent amount of watchers and views, but this week I got a $200 offer after shipping, uh, $200 plus shipping offer, and took it. After fees, made 94.70. Pretty good profit, and I will continue to look for cool one-on-ones of players that are not too expensive. Did he sell a little low on this one? I think he might have. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't? Just, I think he might have. It's probably not game-worn. It's in a Falcons uniform. He's in a Jaguar now. I think $200 is a great... This is a flip and move on. This is somebody looking to buy... It's not a rookie Ridley either, the, I guess. So Yeah, yeah it, you're buying Ridley in the moment. That, the fact that he's with T-Law now. I think there's some upside there, but... If he does anything, I think people will want the Jaguars cards or his rookie stuff. I don't think a second or third year non-game used yeah, you're right. uh, patch is, is worth a whole, whole lot more. I think this is a fair price. And it's a good job. Flipping, That's what you should be doing. Nike yeah. logos just – Nike logos matter. Yeah, and like let's call it what it is. He was suspended for gambling. Like no one really cares about that. As soon as he comes back, the card values are going up. It is kind of wild, man. We don't need to get into all that, but the what he was suspended for and the length, that's crazy. You want to hear Compared a sports to things that go on? Yeah. gambling story? Look up Ivan Tony, Brentford striker right now that just got called up to the English national team. He got in trouble? He's facing like 250 counts of gambling. Holy some, cow. Some ridiculously crazy number. Ivan Tony, he's a real player. All right, Jay, what do we got? Uh, this is from Bird Has 131 Cards. Uh, Damon says... Uh, play of the week. I've been buying and selling mostly vintage baseball for the last five years. I had my biggest score recently and it happened to be on a checklist. 1957 Tops football check- checklist, Twin Baloney PSA 6. The Twin Baloney version is rarer than the Bazooka. Only six have been graded higher. 
I was searching Facebook groups and I stumbled upon the card for sale for $12.50 oboe. I offered $1,000 and they agreed. I put the card up in a Facebook vintage football card group for 4,500 days later and after an hour, it sold for $4,000. I netted $2,800 for this checklist. What a play. This is crazy. I know nothing about this. Twin baloney. That is crazy. PSA 6 check PSA 6 checklist. Oh my goodness. I love it. Wow. That's the old school PSA logo on there too. That thing hasn't been graded in a minute. Yeah. I love that. This is a 20 25 30 year old grade, right? Something like that, right? I, I would imagine. Um this is a great sale. I just looked up this Ivan Tony situation. Holy crap. Ivan Tony, 265 counts. He's like, I admitted to some, but not all. It's like, brother, if you're admitting to 230, the 262, that's the other crazy. 32 are just, that's just a little bit iffy. Hollywood Bets sponsors their jerseys, which a lot of the Premier League team, which they're moving away from. I think they moved away from allowing uh, gambling uh, takers as jersey sponsors. Different conversation for a different day, but that's going to get curled tail back, I think. I think this is interesting playing itself. $4,000 for a checklist. Yeah, that's nuts. In a mid-grade. That just has to be like, someone, I'm still baffled by this. Someone's trying to complete a set, right? That's what that is? They must be really rare. I mean, so there's only six graded higher, but a six for four grand? Like, Jay, can your court see what uh, 86 Fleer? Don't, don't they have checklists in 86 Fleer? Like, what does an 86 Fleer checklist sell for? We lost Tyler, I think. Ty's out. Battery died on his laptop. Audio only? Like... It's just like Wizard of the Oz tie. No, like I think it's over for tie. It's over for tie. All right. Well, Lou and I will close close out here. Tops. I'm looking up tops checklist PSA. Yeah, Jay, come in. Yeah, you need a tiebreaker vote, right? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. We still have a couple to go, so we should probably cook through the next. All right, two. let's do it. All right, what's next? All right, crispycards.s. Uh, bought a lot of four baseball cards I liked on IG. Negotiated a little to get the price to about fifteen dollars a card. Plus a few dollars, uh, sold a one of the dollar sold one of the dollar cards, which is a Larry Johnson at a twenty for nine ninety nine. Sold three of the other four cards, including an Austin Meadows at a five for forty five, a Parker Meadows auto for sixty, and an uh, Andres Jimenez rookie auto at twenty five for ninety. Mm. Overall profit of one hundred twenty dollars and seven cents for a three X plus a Javi Baez rookie auto for the PC. It's a good job. I didn't know people were buying Larry Johnson cards still. Thought that guy was love a little kind of love a little bulk bulk lot play. Yeah. Always love buying in bulk. Not bad. This is a big time Ryan play. This is this is yeah. right in your wheelhouse. I, when I saw this, yeah. I was like, "This Ryan's gonna love this one." Make a few dollars, keep the money turning, add one to the PC, keep building, love it. So yeah, Lou, for perspective, here you go. Uh, let me exit out of the full screen so I can read that comment. That's crazy. Uh, Courtney said, "86 Fleer checklist PSA eight five did three twenty five on March fourteenth. Three hundred twenty five dollars for a PSA eight five. This checklist is a PSA 6 sold for $4,000. Yeah, I'm looking at another one. 1978 Tops Football, 1250 on PSA 10. Like The checklist sells for so much money. It's wild. All right, what's next? Uh, Big J's Sports Cards. Hmm. I said I picked up this Alex Morgan 2012 Americana Heroes and Legends auto at a 49 from a dealer in Nashville at a show on Friday for 300 At first glance for comps, I couldn't find anything similar, but saw some duels listed from the set at a very high buy it now, so I figured at worst... I bought it at uh, what it's worth, and I would keep it for the PC. But after digging a little more that night, I found a comp that sold in December for seven eighteen, seven seventeen, for a similar jersey auto. So I decided to throw up, 
throw it up on eBay for 1200 oboe. After not getting offers for a couple days, I decided to send an offer of $900 out and I immediately got a counter. Eventually, the buyer and I settled at $750. I'm a little sad I won't get to keep it for the PC, but hard to turn down 2x profit in a couple days. Enjoy listening to the show. Thanks, guys. Guys, Alex Morgan sells. I, I've made yes, some plays on Alex does. Morgan cards from her select rookie set and also her rookie stickers. Uh, yeah, there's up. a good amount from the U.S. Women's National Team that do sell. Like, She's probably one of the bigger names. I think she is the biggest name, mm-hmm. but there are some girls on that team that do sell really well. Like, uh, is it Sophia Smith? Rapino. There's a. She sells. There's a. There's a. Uh, what is her name? There's one girl in there that sells really well. Rose Lavelle. Rose Lavelle, stud. She's great. Yeah, there, I mean, the U.S. Women's National Team is also really, 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 really good. It has a lot of young, young players coming up. Yeah, it's like the only international team of ours that like matters. <laughs> I, mean, what, I mean, Hershey Holland? They stink, and he stinks. So Alex Morgan, for sure, is carrying the United States on her back. Yeah, it's Sophia Smith. She's an American soccer player that plays for Portland Thorns FC. I haven't heard of her. Um, in March of, yeah, in March of 17, she was called up to the senior national team for two international friendlies against Russia. Okay. So, again, yeah, cool. Love the U.S. women's national team play. Oh, my God, he's back. Tied, back, back in locked in. Sorry about that. Got a charger. Got a charger. <laughs> All right, Jay, is there any more? Hope it's it. One did I miss, Alex Morgan? Yeah. I'm between two on these, and I think we might agree, but... I think we're going to agree on the two as well. I would say it's one of the first two. I think so, too. I think it's Bo Nix. It might be uh, the football yeah, checklist, yeah. though. Football checklist is great. I love the buy-in a lot. I love a lot of these, but to me, it's the Bo Nix knowing the background data on the bounties on the other supers and that conversation we had earlier for 20 minutes, or it's the Disney Lorcana or the Disney uh, 100-year anniversary Prism crossover. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's very interesting. This is really, really tough. Man, man, this is a toss-up. I will let one of you two pick because I don't think I could pick one of these two. You're saying it's between Bo Nix and Mickey? Yeah. I mean, I, I like the I like all of these. This is a really good play, so I will give Jason props here because um, it was one of the better better weeks. So shout out to Jay for sure. Um, I mean, again, we're turning out a checklist for that sold for four thousand dollars. Like, we're, there's a lot here. I mean, the Charles Barkley for seventy five bucks for the whole lot clicked at six hundred. Like, there are some really good plays. The bulk lot, like. There, there's some good ones, but to me, it's between the boat, the first two. I can't believe this one's not even in your conversation, right? This guy turned a thousand and a forty into four thousand dollars in yeah, a matter of great. hours by buying from one Facebook group and selling it in another. That's a, th- a thousand percent. I also love the idea of hey, I know there's bounties on this. I'm gonna buy this for eight hundred, thinking I could do more, getting fifty eight hundred for a PC card to turn into more. And I also think, Hey, being early on the Disney hundred year set, you bought for 15 and sell for one fifty because Mickey matters. Like there's two real, these are good plays. I'm going to go with the bonex because of the first two sentences. Drove two hours to a card shop. Yeah. And that's what it, that's where you find that card listed for 800 sticker price at a random card shop that, is two hours out of LA. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's how we're going with Bo Nix. Lou? I want to pick Disney, so. No, I mean, I'll pick Bo Nix or Disney. Like, I'm happy to leave this one up to the to the audience if you want to, because I think this is a really tough one. Right, if this card came into your shop, this Bo Nix card, 
like, and you had it in shop. What's the thought process behind putting an eight hundred dollar sticker on it as opposed to sticking it up on eBay? Like, I don't, I, I don't even understand how this could happen. Yeah, I mean, I bought a Bowman Chrome Super of Jabari Small. He's a wide receiver, a running back for Tennessee. Yeah, Jabari Small. I bought it for at ten. Uh, he plays for Tennessee. I bought it at a show at the Shipshawana Show in Amish Country, Indiana. I bought that card, and when you see uh, Tomo or Tomo, will definitely agree. As a college football fanatic and as a college football fan, the one ones of big name players at your school, like any one one in general, like when I see a Braxton Miller one one, or I see like a Sean Wade one one, like. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I, I care about that stuff, and it sells. There are people that really collect it. Those opportunities to get them, they're not, you know, they're not dime a dozen. So the good stuff of college, in college uniform, it matters. Like, it definitely has a real fanatic fan base there. So, um, yeah, this is one you you probably put up higher and let top bidder take it. I'm going Disney. So your choice, right? You're going Disney. Wow, I'm I'm gonna de- defer my vote. I'm gonna put this in the hands of the people. I, I think it. All right, if you're gonna do that, I'm putting football checklist in there because I want to put that in the vote too because I think the people are gonna respect that play as well. No, this is started because Ryan's like deferring responsibility. Like he doesn't want to be involved in choosing one. It's not that I don't want to be involved. I want to, you know, people that listen to our show, their opinions matter. I think it's important to let them have a take. So we're gonna put up Disney. Just the, no, just those two. Just those two. Those are the two. It's between. Yeah, that's probably his boy. Yeah, I respect that. I just was like, Jay just throwing in his bad. choice no, to it be voted on by the people was like, felt a little left yeah. field for me, but. Yeah, put it up. Put it up. We can announce yeah, it next week. On his boys getting back to the case or something. I can't believe we're just letting Ryan get away with not choosing one, but that's fine. Whatever. Lou, like, I mean, respectfully, we've done this like not when times Not when before. two of us make a this decision. The, wasn't that when all three of us had a like different answer? It's too late now. The decision's been made, but you you, I mean, you just completely decided not to pick one. Yeah, I think it, I think it's fun. I think we let them. <laughs> we let them. <laughs> and then also, no one you can't pick any other one. It has to be one of the two that he didn't choose. You no, chose no, two. no, no. Do it your way. No problem. Sense. Those are the two I would I would no, want. And, just and do your two. I think that's what we do is let the people vote. All right. Cool. Thanks. Sick. All right. Latest launch. Um, Jay, we're gonna post that story. Uh, story as on IG to vote or Twitter or Facebook. Right. Where are you gonna have people vote? I he said IG. So if you're listening to this on one of the first days, we'll post it on uh, IG vote and story. Uh, but this week, latest launch. We got some big stuff coming out this week. It is a full week. Origins basketball, Topps Chrome McDonald's All American autographs or All American basketball with Bronny James autographs. That is going to be a fun one to watch. You got Gold Label Baseball, Obsidian Football, Prism No Hollywood Football, Prism Premier League Soccer, Erling Haaland in Man City Kip. Uh, you've got Sports Kings Volume 4, Leaf Lumber Hockey, uh, and then Pokemon. It's a Cyrus Clara Premium Tournament Collection. Not super familiar with that. But, uh, and then Leaf Metal Draft, Baseball Hobby and Jumbo, and Donner's Factory Football Sets. A lot of product this week. Topps Chrome All-American, Origins Basketball, Prism Soccer. A couple that stand out right away. New football with Obsidian. Um, yeah, Tyler, is Tosin in Prism? Yeah. Yeah, he's in the checklist. Wow. Mm-hmm. Got to gotta go for a gold or, uh, the, you know, the one-on-one. 
gotta definitely gonna be looking for it. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'm going. I will for definitely a have my eye out for those for sure. Definitely gotta get a gold. I'm going for rainbow. I've been talking with Tosin. Some fun things in the works with what he's up to. I'm very intrigued by this Bronny set. How many autographs is gonna be? Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Bronny James like tops chrome red autograph. I wonder what the first one's gonna. It's gonna sell for like a gazillion dollars. The first one. It's gonna be ridiculous. It's gonna be outrageously priced. The first one. That is gonna be crazy. All right, and just a uh, quick plug here. Shout out to everybody that made it this far. Uh, but next Wednesday, next Wednesday, the 29th of March, we will be live uh, for a trade night in New York at Bleecker. Ty, what do we say? Seven to ten. Seven, Seven to, to ten. ten. Seven to ten. So uh, have some stuff to give away. Yep. I know J- Jay and Ty have been working on that. The episode 137 will drop next week. This is 136. So hard to believe 137 is coming up next week. We'll record that, drop that next Wednesday, and then we will uh, do a little celebrating after uh, the episode drops at Bleecker in New York, 7 to 10 next Wednesday. Yep. Sounds great. See you guys next week. Peace, gang. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.